to full energy From bed right here cause they're my enemies Subscribe and like, rate and review Look on top of the baby, I'm get to We're gonna win the trophy, we're overdue Can we do the double, make it deja vu It's a move, London the ting, third one is only on the wing Harry's one of our own island It's only got one E, but let's see the king And we got Delhi Ali that's talking We're the show side, we're the show side We're the show side, what we sing We're the show side, we're the show side it's a new flood to me. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? There's no yo's today because we still got the Andrew. He's taking some well-deserved R and R, chilling somewhere beautiful with family and loved ones. So shout out to him. Um, but we've got Lero in the building. So Lero, thank you for joining. You're welcome. I'm um, yeah, pleasure to be here as always. Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all. Um, I hope you had a you had a good time. We actually wanted to get another pod out before Christmas, but we had some technical difficulties on my end, so apologies for that. So we weren't able to wish you a Merry Christmas, but we hope that you had a nice, enjoyable, safe, fun-filled, food-stuffed Christmas. Um, and yeah, has had some some good time with your with your loved ones and you stayed safe so yeah hope, hope that was a good time for you guys um Larry, you had a good break so far hopefully it's not over yeah no it's been good um yeah just been family based tried to be kind of clever with what i've done um had the pleasure of going and watching spurs play um, crystal palace which was really nice um other than that we've just been at home testing every day food and chilling you know it's good, i actually man. You know what, I actually went to the gym because I couldn't sleep last night. I actually went to the gym about four o'clock this morning for the first time in about nearly two weeks. So, yeah. Yeah, it's been a good time. It's been a good time. Going to the gym before you in the morning is how you categorize yeah, yeah, yeah. a good time. I'm not worried about getting up early, you know what I mean? So, uh, no, that's yeah, true. That's, yeah, that's, that's for damn sure. It, that's for damn sure. How's it been your end? No, no, it's been good, man. With the family, um, had some family come make make it over from abroad, so that's been nice to see them as well. So, been cool. Just trying not to eat too much, man. I've got work to be done in uh, in twenty twenty two. I need to drop some of this, some of this uh, timber. You and me both. You and me need both. To do it, man. Need to do it, man. <laughs> need to do it. So I need to sort it out, man. But yeah, so you you managed to go and see uh, the Palace game. Yeah. Actually, interesting how um, we had such a uh, symmetrical reverse, I guess. Had a man sent off, um, and we end up being in three nil. Um, talk to us about how how what, what was it like in the stadium first of all. Okay, you know what? For the first time, I actually got to the stadium quite early, so um, I was there from about uh, quarter past. Myself and my daughter, so we uh, we got to see the players warming up and the vibes. It was a good vibe, you know, people coming through slowly filling up, but it was a good vibe. We felt positive. Um, Looking at the players, they look really focused, and um, which was good. And then, I mean, Crystal Palace are warming up closer to us, so um, they look like a bit makeshift. And it wasn't just the team. It was, you know, Spurs were all in the same track suits and the same, you know, tracky bottoms or shorts. And Crystal Palace were in, like, some were wearing grey, some were wearing, you know, yellow. It was just, they looked a bit all, all over the place. So from that, I don't know why I, I took... Uh, a good feeling from that, but I just thought to myself, they look a bit disorientated. So, um, yeah, moving on from that, then the players went in, the stadium filled up, then they came back out, and, um, yeah, we made a good bit of noise, but the Palace fans were right underneath us, and as you know, the away fans don't stop singing, so they were really, really loud. Um, so I thought, oh, they're going to spur them on for a win, but um, we started really slowly, to be fair, but... Um, do you think After it was really this, slow? Or did it just feel extra slow because you were in the stadium? No, no. See, this is the thing, right? And I was going to jump onto this. Carl said something on the last pod. And I kind of understand why he said it. Because there's positive and negatives of going to the stadium. And I think you know, the positives are, you know, you get to see the game off camera. Um, so when, you know... The camera always makes the game look like on TV, like it's happening and it's, you know, things are moving quickly because they're focused on the ball. But in the stadium, you can see what's happening um, off the ball. So 
for me, we could see that we were really slow. They were moving the ball around. We were chasing the ball for the first 10 minutes. Couldn't get anything together um, for me. And, and this is why I know Carl... Um, at the Liverpool game was really excited because everyone's singing Delhi's name and this, that and the other. And, you know, you get caught up in the vibe as well, I think. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of understand why he was on Delhi in the last pod and, you know, bigging up Winks as well. OK, I hear that. I hear that. So, when you think about, like, our key takeaways, yeah, from that game against Palace... Yeah, yeah. One thing I think went unnoticed was the quiet revival not revival I guess the steady improvement of Sanchez now I feel like when Sanchez is bad yeah everyone makes it like he's the worst in the world yeah and when he's good people are just like ah he's just not bad do you see what I mean I feel like yeah, yeah. he either goes from absolute crap to the max people will give him as a 6 I think yeah. that he's been a solid 7 for a few of our games yeah I agree he's been seven, and I think his defensive improvement has led to a much improved defence as a whole. I don't, yes. I don't feel uncomfortable when he's there. The thing about Ben Davis, like, and his upturn in form is that Ben Davis felt like he would contribute nothing before. Now he yep. feels like he's a reliable, he's a reliable centre back in the three. Sanchez looked like he was full of mistakes before. Now he yep. seems dynamic, he's throwing himself in blocks and challenges. He looks like an all-action defender. One thing he's doing is, we, we spoke about this a few pods ago, about the impact of overlapping centre-backs. And Sanchez has been doing that even more the last few the last yeah. few games. My problem is, though, yes. when he gets to the policy positions, Lero, yeah. he's just passing it back. He's not doing anything. Do I want Sanchez no. to be putting the crosses? Do I want him to be doing that? Or should I be happy with the fact that he just advances and then passes back? Well, the thing is, today he tried to put it across and it, it, it was poor. It was poor. But in the Palace game, he actually got into the box. And if he had a bit more composure, just to get it on target, I reckon he would have scored. So, you know, I think with confidence, we will get more out of... <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. We'll get more out of Sanchez in the <laughs> final third, I think, other than a header or a corner. That's what I believe. So, I'm not saying he's going to turn into messy, but I think he's going to be good. Do you know what I mean? Really? Do you know what? I just think he's... It's strange with him, because I watch him, and I mean, even in the warm-up against Palace, so they took Dyer, um, him and Tanganga, they were away, and they were doing a little drill where it was like the coach would pass them the ball, they would have to pass it to each other, and then kind of get the ball away. And, you know, they seemed very comfortable with each other, then he would throw it up, they've got to win the header, and, you know... You know, so for me, I think... His confidence is the main thing with him, um, like most players. But I think the more confident he gets, I think the better he'll be. Because for me, I feel like he loves Spurs, but he's not sure that the Spurs fan love him. And there's a lot of play, uh, supporters like myself that I really like Sanchez. Do you know what I mean? But mm. I don't think he feels the love at Spurs. I mean, it's one of, I don't think I agree. I think his celebration the other day made it look like he's someone who doesn't really feel the love like yeah but yeah. uh well also that in mind like it's something that you just over time people develop that right and they and like yeah. you say it will come to him and um, i don't think there's anything wrong with that but yeah i just don't know if you ever want to get the output in the in the final third i just can't oh. see it happening okay so liking him to who who what kind of output would you want you know who would you kind of say right center back output and let's Let's not use Van Dyke because he's the only person people will use because he's yeah, scored no, a lot of headers. No, no, the not ball. that far. Let me, instead of comparing him to another player, let me put it in terms of like stats, right? If yeah. Sanchez could put in two crosses a game, I would be happy. Because if you're going to be in if you're going to be in those overlapping positions, right? We've seen Ben Davis. He's been he's been uh, Ben Davis has been uh, overlapping, and has he's now he averages like a couple of sh a couple of crosses a game. Yeah, yeah. If, I mean, if Sanchez could do that, but what I think is he, he occupies the space and instead of trying to attempting a key pass, he looks backwards. And then the whole point of him being in that position is almost lost unless there's something tactically that, you know, the professionals are seeing that I'm not seeing. But I'm like, you wander into that space. Now try and do some damage. Okay, so the only thing that I have noticed about this um, is that imagine he's run past the midfielder with the ball, so the midfielder's now chasing him, yeah? Mm-hmm. Normally, he would give that ball to an offensive player and then fall back. 
So that midfielder now could pick up someone else or follow the ball. But because Sanchez continues his run, what the midfielder has to do is continuously follow him. And as you said, he doesn't overly do an advanced ball. He'll either do slightly advanced or to the right or left of him and then overlap. So when he does the ball to the right, to so let's say to um, Hoybier, overlap, yeah, that defender now either has to run with him or you've got to now chase the ball. And most of the times they've run with him because he's the runner and all the defence have got a man already. So what that allows Hoybier to do now is take that ball and look up with time. So now it's either I'm going to drive into a space or I'm going to pass. So I think it's effective. I definitely do think it's effective. And if you look at it in the Palace game, you would see that a lot in the Palace game, that he was doing the overlap and the man was following him, tracking his run, and whoever he gave the ball to had a lot of time to make a decision and space. That's a very good observation. And I actually remember seeing him... Um, you know, he obviously had that shot on the goal, yeah. which... It looked like Andrew from the goal. Do you know what I mean? You do everything right. You do everything right by the finish. That, that's, that's it. <laughs> I think he'll argue that point. Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. But that, that, it was a bit like that. But I, I, I agree. I think it, it, this is the thing, right? It's the creating the space for others. Um, yes. But you know, there's, there's room for improvement. One, one person who's improved massively um, has become a very key man. Is one of your favourites. Lucas. Now, I've never had anything against Lucas. I'm not going to lie. I've don't, never had anything against Lucas. I don't but, lie. But I've never had anything against Lucas. But I don't love him as much as you do, bruv. And if, if if a good offer came in for Lucas now, yeah, I don't know if I would... Is that offer 50 mil for, for, for him? I don't think I would like. I, I think I might take it. Yeah, it's a hard one. That is a I think hard I might one. take it. 50 million at his age, it's a hard one. But I think... Do you know what I mean? It's a bit yeah, sticky, it's a but he it's, it's a bit sticky. But he loves he loves the club clearly. Yeah, he loves yeah. the club. He's performing like you know. But the big problem sometimes in the past is that we don't sell players when they're highest value. But anyway, no one's trying to sell Lucas. What I, what point I'm trying to make is that he has been an absolutely essential piece um, so far in the Conte's reign. His ability yeah. to do the work defensively as well as going forward has been more than admirable. Um, yeah. He's got output there. He's got desire. He's got a real feel-good factor about him. And um, I think it's great to see him flourishing at the club. Yeah, no. I mean, I think I fell in love with the, the character and the willingness to put your body on the line and give everything and leave everything out on the pitch. And that's what I think, you know first kind of attracted me or drew me towards him. I don't fancy him, by the way, just just so you're clear. <laughs> <laughs> like, attracted to me to him as a footballer was his kind of... Uh, the, his application to the game. Yeah. Yeah? And then after that, I looked at him and I thought, you know, watching his runs and I thought, this guy's actually got something. And if he could just get it together, he's a player that I don't feel that many teams have, that type of player. So um, I'm glad that Conte's getting the goals out of him. I'm glad he, the system's working for him. Uh, you know, I really appreciate a professional like him at the club because, you know, you've got young people looking up to him, my son, my daughter. And I think to myself, well, you know what? I think he, he's got everything. He just needs to kind of home in on those little bit, those few bits and pieces that he doesn't do so well most of the time, like the passing, etc. But if he homes in on that, which he has done, he looks like he's doing anyway, I feel that he'll be, you know, he's, he's already in it, an integral part of uh, the, the team. But I think he could actually be a superstar at um, Tottenham. You really think there's another level for him to go up to? I think so. I think so. You, I think adding goals to his game pushes him into another bracket anyway. Do you yeah, know, like, big, if he ends up with... Season. Yeah, if he ends up with, like, 13, 14 goals for the season, you know, maybe even 17. I would like to get an output of at least 17. I know that's a lot of goals. But if we can get at least, you know, 13 to 17 goals out of him, mate, he's a superstar at Spurs because that is the kind of, you know, Champions League position that those kind of goals bring. I hear that. I hear that. And you know what? I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Because I, I someone that I, I do want to see succeed as a club in a major way. He's got all the attributes. And yep. his mentality, whether he's starting or he's on the bench, is the same. And I really respect yep. that. Someone yep. whose attitude has been questioned in not too recent, not too distant future. Uh, recent future. Past. Future past. Yeah. What am I trying to talk about, bro? I'm time travelling in my conversation, but my grandma's <laughs> uh, What I'm trying to say, background? though... 
Silent, somebody's been talking nonsense for um, a while um, and been putting in dead performances and just looking like he doesn't want to be there. He's now changed his tune, seemingly, under Conte. Yes. And it yep. seems like Harry Kane's revival continues. Um, what is it you saw about Kane that made you feel like things were that different um, this time around? What, from the Palace game? Yeah, from the Palace game. From the Palace game, he just seemed like he had a hunger and a desire that I haven't seen in a Spurs shirt for a while. And we know that Harry's a, a, you know, a model professional, so he kind of ticks the boxes for everything. You know, he'll run, he'll, you know, he'll chase, he'll shoot, he'll kind of jump, you know. But in that game, he, he seemed like he'd done everything with purpose. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Every run that he made, every tackle that he made, he played some, like, the switch balls that he'd done in the game, absolutely brilliant, you know? And for me, I just feel like he played that game with more purpose and a love that I've not seen for a very long time. Yeah, no, no, that is true. It, it's, it's, very, uh, it's very encouraging to know that because the thing is, when he's, when he's on it, when he's on it, he's just a different proposition, man. Yeah. And that's when he's at, that's when he's he's unquestionably like top three strikers in the world. And to have yeah, to yeah. say that one of the top three strikers in the world plays for Tottenham is a mad statement in itself. It's a mad yeah. statement. <laughs> but when you have him there and he's disengaged, he's not interested and he's thinking about yeah. doing other things in other places, you just see it all waste because he he doesn't get dropped. He doesn't get yeah. dropped. And you know, you could argue why would he get dropped, you know? Why would he get dropped? If he's available and he can do it, then you know play him so it's a uh, it's frustrating in that sense but like you're saying when he, he he's, he's more on it now and when he plays well in general we um we play well so yeah if we followed up a game against palace with a game against southampton a team who have been formidable at home the only team to beat them at home so far this season was wolves um yeah. i'm saying that like wolves is like the best uh, team in the league they're not <laughs> but we went there we went there trying to put the pressure on um, on fourth place, um, make our own charge, make the most of our games in hand, etc. And just to get a bit of um, a bit of form. And I know that I spoke a while ago about the importance of getting a streak of wins as opposed to being unbeaten, right? And the difference yeah. that makes in the league. And I really thought this was a rich opportunity to do that. Yes, they just beaten West Ham 3-2. Um, they were coming off a, a good bounce, and they it was a hard fought victory. But they got they've got through it, and they looked good. But we were also looking good. Uh, we got better players, and we have a, we have a better manager. So it was going to be a it was going to be a test. We yeah. started a little slow. <coughs> we started a little a slow. A little, a little. We, st- we started very slow. We started very yeah. slow, and they Southampton were all over us. They had the lion's share of possession. They looked more threatening. They played with purpose. They seemed to have like a real idea, whereas we looked like we were just reacting to whatever they were doing, which is very yeah. different because for a long time, I hadn't seen Tottenham. I felt like for a long time, I hadn't seen Tottenham play, Tottenham play like that. So it was very different to experience. Uh, but yeah, it was a slow start and Ward Prowse took a well-deserved um, uh, lead with a, with a fine strike. I think that the commentators were getting a bit too gassed about it. They were like, oh, what yeah. brilliant. I was like, mm, he smashed it into a melee. Great technique. Kept it yeah. low. Kept the spin yeah. away from the keeper. All that kind of stuff was great. Yeah. But yeah. people need to relax. It wasn't Zidane in the Champions League final. So anyway. No, it wasn't. Yeah. So they, they took the lead. What are your thoughts like, from that op- the opening exchanges? Um, same as the Palace game. We started really slow. And I mean, it's, it was worried at the Palace game because I thought we weren't going to get anything out of it. I weren't too worried at first in the Southampton game because I thought, well, I've seen this before. I think we'll get, you know, after about 15, 20 minutes, you know, we'll kind of get a foothold in the game. But, um, yeah, to be fair, I think we're going... It's funny because, you know, when you're actually... You can tell when your team's a good team or they're on the rise because I don't think we played well, particularly well, in that first half. But we were still in and in and amongst it. Do you know what I mean? And that, for me, is a sign of positive things happening um, for your team. You know, and obviously they kept going, and we know we got the penalty in the first half. So for me, yeah, I think we're not at, in the best vein of form at the moment, but we're still getting results, even yes. though it's a better 
bitter point for Southampton and a bad point for Spurs, I think we've got to take that and understand that, you know what, we were flying a minute ago. We're not flying at the moment, but we're still picking up results, you know? So you've got to just take it as it is. The performance has been much improved, right? And that's, that's obviously fantastic, but to a certain extent expected under a new manager. I felt like today was the re-emergence of some of the things that we've seen as issues in the past, right? I felt like yeah. whilst all our creativity was supposed to come from our wings, they weren't really successful. So I felt like Emerson got himself into great positions. Yeah. Um, he attacked when he could. I just don't trust him so much as an attacking fullback at the moment. I just don't. Not like the way I, I, I trust regular in that space. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there was a lot of attacking... So for me, it meant that, okay, so if we're not getting that much joy from out wide, how do you create stuff from the middle? And our midfield is just not creative enough to do it. So I no. just wanted to see more ideas coming through the middle. If you've got to go through the middle, fine. But then create more ideas while you're doing that. And then we yeah. just didn't. No, but I think what I've seen, and you know, obviously we've watched Royale and... I think going there last week was a, a, a real eye-opener for me because Royal needs to be taking people on on in the run. He's got to be on the run. You see, when he's standing up flat-footed with a man and he knows that guy's as fast as him, what we're not going to get from him is a lot of trickery and then beat the man. In his head, he could already you could already see that he feels that I'm not faster than him. So if I knock it and run, I am not going to win this. So obviously, we need him to work on his trickery. Um, but when he does the one-two and he's in motion, he's definitely going to beat the man. He's got enough pace to beat the man. And I think... Obviously, the team have got to understand him a bit better, get closer to him, get the one-twos going. And if you notice in the game today, uh, the, um, the Southampton game, when you have the overlap when he's running onto the ball or it's a one-two, you know, we're going to get something out of him. And I think he's using him in the right way until we learn something new. That is going to be the key factor to make him a success at Spurs. Hmm... Do you think you, do you think it's an area that we'll be looking to upgrade upon anytime soon? Do, do you know what? I don't want to be bad mind, and I'm going to say bad mind because I think he's come in and he's steadied the ship. But I do want someone with a bit more quality and to give him a bit more competition because I think if they come in and give him a bit more competition, I think I do believe he's got the attributes to actually learn and get better. You know. Mm. Um, so I think competition, him being an understudy to someone and uh, kind of being our backup, it's not a bad backup, do you know what I mean? So, not a bad um, backup, but, he, but he's not your first, he's not like what you're going for first. No, no, but I can see where, you know, what he's trying to do, where we're trying to go with him, and I'm not against him. That's interesting. Definitely not against him. That's interesting, especially because I think for him, to, he's coming, I think he's made a much bigger impact than probably people are giving him credit for. Yep. Definitely. I think he's given a, a significant impact and it's... I mean, like, this can't be where he, he, he peaks, but it's interesting to see how his development will continue. Um, yeah, I, Let me ask you a say? question. Yeah, go on. Do you worry about the right-hand side anymore? Was no, I don't. Royals, uh, yeah, you don't think about it, do you? No, you I don't. You play the game and you expect it to be quite solid and cognitive on that side, whether he's running, taking people on, defending, you know, winning the ball, passing one-twos. We expect, that's a basic for us. And I think that was the problem before. We wasn't getting that basic. And now we know the basics or the basis are covered. Like, we just want the extra bit now, which Regalon's giving you on the other side. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it just, it just depends. Like, you know, when you, when you utilise uh, an outlet to its like fullest capacity and you have someone who can deliver on that you can just see how wonderful it is yeah. within your team like look look at Reese James like when you see how much yeah. of an outlet he provides for Chelsea it's like yeah. it's nuts it's yeah. nuts yeah. Yeah. so much attacking output you look at you look at Liverpool and what, what Trent does so much attacking output and I'm look it's really hard to try and compare someone it's like you know it, it's, it's like trying to compare so many of our um, so many of our, our right backs to peak Danny Alves it's not fair right it's not fair but 
I just chose to show you that when you do have the outlet, how much of an impact it can make. Like from those, if yeah. you want to play that style, if those yeah. guys are on it, it's a great place yeah. to be. It's a great place to be. So, and do you know what? I'm yeah, glad, sorry to cut it. No, I'm no, glad no. you said Reese James because I think Reese James is a fair uh, equivalent to him because I don't believe Reese James is the most technically minded footballer, thinking footballer. I think he just does the robotic things well. He's played himself into a position where now there's certain things that he's done hundreds of times and it, he just does them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that's the way I look at Raya at the moment, that he's trying to play himself into a Reese James role. You know? Oh, really? I wouldn't compare. Is that the kind of... I think that's so. the kind of I, I you have to write so, kind of write like he's aspiring to be. Yeah, well, I couldn't. Uh, you, you said Trent, and I can't. I can't put him with Trent because Trent's on a shoot in. You know, literally will block you with a couple of skill, and like he's got a lot more to his game at the moment than I think James and um, Royal have got. Like the that's why the delivery is mad as well. Delivery. He don't think about the delivery. That is, you know. Class 101's box standard. If he hits that ball, he knows that he's going to get it into the area that he wants. Whereas mm -hmm. I think, you know, I mean, it's, look, it's, it's a bit hard because he's, Royal. people are still learning Royale and Royale's still learning the team, you know. And I think after the Crystal Palace game, I expect him to kick on. And I think he had a good game today in the West Ham, in the Southampton game. Do you know what I mean? He was trying down that wing and he was bit more advanced and yes, it was against 10 men, but it was more advanced than normal, you know. And I think we'll get more and more out of him each game we play. It's encouraging, man. It's encouraging. I think yeah. you're, yeah, you're, you're definitely looking forward. And I think um, one thing I, I've also kind of spotted against, against Southampton was this, uh, were the substitutions. Now, the weird thing about this, right? Yeah. I liked the fact that the substitutions that came on changed the shape and the approach, right? So we didn't just take one for one, right? We took yeah. off Emerson, brought in Ryan. And I mean, maybe you have a little bit more license because you have, uh, you're playing against 10 men. I like the fact that the substitutions change the shape of the team we're playing, uh, the team we're, we're fielding. However, we had tried being creative from the wide areas. We brought Brian Hill to come in and be someone who's going to bring more emphasis. He, he did. You know, he did cause a little bit more danger on that side. Got a little, yeah. few more balls into the box. But through the middle, was still very lacking. So, yeah, I didn't understand why we didn't bring someone on to shake things up from the middle. Yeah, I, would, I was going to say, that's a manager problem. And that's a manager thing. I think you had... We, this is the flexibility and the stability that we were talking about in the last yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've got enough flexibility in the squad... And where we, you know, we're a man up that we could have, you know, you put um, what's his name on the wing, um, Doherty or Doherty mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call him. He was always going to cut back. He's not confident. He doesn't even control the ball with his left foot. Whereas, okay, I'm a right-footed player. You play me on the left-hand side. If the ball is cut across the pitch and um, I'm running onto it. I'm going to control that with my left foot. I've got enough confidence to control with my left foot. I've got enough confidence to take you on with my left foot and cross. So for me, to watch a professional want to or shape his body that every time the ball comes to him, he's going to um, control it on his right foot and either cut back or just look for the son overlap, that's not good enough for me. And you, sh as a manager, you should have known that because you've now kind of created a situation where... You, you know, we've got ten and a half men. Like, it weren't as bad as when Delhi was on, but we've got ten and a half men. Because this guy is going to get the ball, yes, so he's a man in a position. But yet, he's not going to advance the ball quick enough for us to exploit the fact that we've got an extra man. So we've kind of now made it a 10-10 situation. And I personally think it's unforgivable to have a professional footballer who does not use one of his foot. Like, no, one of his feet. No. Like, I just don't get it. No, I don't get no. it. Like, I understand your right back and your strongest yes. foot is going to be your right foot. But, like, yeah. like you're going to die if you use your left. It's okay. like, you're not fast. You don't have a particular... You don't have a, uh, a dribbling, a particularly strong dribbling ability. Like, you need to be able to use both feet. You need to be able to do yeah. that. To me, yeah. it's actually... It's a, it's a minimum requirement. So, yeah. it's completely unacceptable that they're, they're not doing that. No. 
And uh, it, so, for me, this is why I say it's a manager thing, because I feel that we could have pushed an extra man into midfield, because if you go back and watch the game... Yeah. Harry, Winks and uh, Hoybier are coming short to take the balls from midfielders, and you're, <coughs> you're standing in an area that your midfielder can drive into. So, you, you know, I coach children, and I say to them... You know, there's no point being right next to each other passing the ball. Because what you've just done, I could have done with that part. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you understand what I'm trying space. to say? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, for me, you know, you know what, let me just kind of just push everything out of the way and say this. We look tired out there today, Kwamna. Honestly, we did look, look tired. tired. We did look tired. We look tired. Like, and I was happy that he took... Um, Regulon off because he was going to get sent off because he's a player that cannot play tired. Yeah, I'm not saying he, he couldn't, he can't work his guts off and uh, be tired at the end of the match. But if he starts the game tired, his whole game's about uh, explosive speed and di um, dynamism. Dynam this, dynam yeah, this, this, yeah, dynamism. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Yeah, and once he's not got that. He's gonna lunge. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna ill-time things. He's, you know, mistime things. Sorry, his focus isn't right. So I'm glad he took him off. But I feel that ha and Winks never came on with enough energy. Delhi, no energy. Uh, I mean, he. We need to talk about him separately. But no <laughs> energy. Um, you brought on Doherty when you could have changed the formation. You've then brought on. Um, you brought on uh, Lucas, and what have you asked Lucas to do? Because for me, obviously, he looked really cold when he come on, um, which he should have come on warm. And then you brought on um, Hill, or Hill, and mm. he's on the right hand side, but he's a left footer. This inverted winger thing, and then you've got um, Doherty on the right hand side, on the left hand side, and he's a right footed player. I feel that today, the manager was to blame for us not, you know, I mean, we could have possibly won it, had a few goals disallowed, you know, that I feel that we're actually... The goals, goals. we had the goals we had allowed today were unforgivable, though. No, they were. We've had a, another game with a poor referee, and um, but we both had to suffer the, re the referee as well. So, you know, but I feel that, yeah, he was bad, but I feel that the manager could have made better decisions. Where was Ndombele? You know, if you say that he doesn't do the amount of running that he's meant to do, okay, we're a player up. We've got 11 players, they've got 10. So can we not lose a player if you believe that he doesn't do the work within... 100%. 100% agree with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? 100% agree with you. I feel like there's, there's someone who's going to be able to exploit space. Yeah. It would be him. If you can think about how he manages to do when it's 11 v 11. Like, exploiting exactly. that space in that situation where we had the numerical advantage, to me, was just like a no-brainer. I don't know why it's something that we did, an option we didn't take up. I just don't see why. It I can't rats. justify it. So, you, now you see why I'm pointing. And don't get me wrong, he's got a lot of things right, and what he's done, you know, he's gained, you know, we've, we've won from them. But today, out of all days, where, okay, Harry Winks put a few good balls through... He was, it wasn't his Liverpool game. It definitely wasn't his Liverpool game. It wasn't um, Dele's Liverpool game. I believe that you get a man that can hold the ball, unlock, drive, skill, you know, that little bit of magic that will unlock defences with an extra man. So, at worst, we're 10-10. Come on, man. Uh, that's got to be a manager thing. I completely I agree. Really, I completely agree. I, I want to know what's going on there as well because you, you don't get a game today at... Um, Southampton, and we're resting players, and you know there was no. And, and it's his birthday. We, oh, do you know what? I didn't even know that. Is it his birthday? Yeah, it's his birthday, bro. Can't oh, get a game on his birthday, birthday bro. <laughs> happy birthday, Dem Dembele. We might get yeah. uh, Stevie Wonder in there for you. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. But yeah, I, I think it's um, I, I to me that was just like the last throw of the day. I don't know. Did we use all our subs? Yeah. Yeah, Hill was the last one. So Hill came on. Uh, Lucas came one. on. And yeah. who, who's the last? Who's the other person? Hill was the last one. So it was uh, Doherty. Oh, Doherty, yeah. Doherty, yeah, Hill, yeah. and um, and Lucas, yeah. Yeah, man. That, that makes it even worse, actually. That actually makes it even worse. Right, look how flexible we are. I would say, do you know what? Play Tanganga in there and... Uh, 
You know, between him and um, Ben Davis, you know, let them work it out and kind of help us attack. I didn't even think about Doherty. And he had, the, you know, he brought on Doherty. The, the right thing was to take off uh, Regulon. I definitely agree with that. But the player that I would have put in there, um, he didn't even play. And he thought of someone that I didn't even think of. So imagine how flexible we are, you know, that we could bring in that player. But I don't think he was the right player to bring in. So this is why I'm saying. I just don't think, other than um, Lucas, I don't think any of the other subs are the right players to bring in. Honestly. Interesting. I wouldn't, yeah, yeah. I would have taken off, uh, I would have brought on Tanganga for um, Regulon. I would have... Um, and even that, I would have shifted him into the middle and played Davis left back because really and truly we're not looking for Davis to get back, are we? We're looking for him to be part of the midfield, right? I would have changed. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But I guess it's like also them going down to ten men means that we can perhaps we can move to. But he just never plays a four. Like he likes to play a three. Yeah, to be honest, we're never gonna, we're never going to give up that that part yeah. of it. We are never going to do that. No, and do you know what? In one of the groups, someone was crying for a four-four-two, and I just thought a four-four-two is so defensive. It like, feels so archaic we... now, doesn't it? It feels devoid yeah, 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 of yeah, ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Why don't we play with the three, pack the midfield, and then you've got Davis out on the like left wing. You've got Tanganga in the three, and then you've got uh, you, at that time we still had Emerson, so we can make a five, or we could make a, a four in midfield. Why, and we've got the extra man. Why do we need to go to a back four? It was It's beyond me. For one, we change um, the guy with the funny dread, them stupid locks. I've been meaning to say this for weeks. Stupid <laughs> locks. They're not even locks. Uh, he needs to go Hackney, bruv. If you're listening to me, go on Dawson and get that, <laughs> that mullet sorted. But anyway... Oh, um, my gosh. I think, yeah, you should have changed him for Lucas and then we should have looked at Tongi in that middle and got Winks or Hoy even Hoybier got him out because he's not been on fire for pff, the longest time. I mean, I've, always, I've said for a very long time that he's someone who just needs to be... Yeah, he needs, he just needs a, he needs a break. Um, I don't think he was bad today, but he just wasn't like... Good. good for someone who saw, he saw the man he saw such a large amount of the ball today yeah and yeah. he was constantly recycling in a game where he should have been attacking because we had the impetus to do so and that's what yeah. i found disappointing yeah yeah have you noticed that his his first touch as in the first the, the weight of pass that he's playing at the moment is always heavy before yeah. his pass was pinpoint at the moment his weight of touch is heavy. There's oh, no zip to his game right now, man. There's no, no zip to his no. game. And it feels very pedestrian. And to be one of the few people in like our engine room of sorts, like you just yeah. can't afford to be that guy. No. No. I, you can't. I, I think I think today, if I'm honest, today was the worst I've seen him play for a long time. Nah, come on, man. We've seen him hey, do so much what worse. Have I seen him play? We've well, seen him do much worse. Go on, give me a game. I, I, he wasn't that I, bad at Palace. No. Palace wasn't that bad. He wasn't that bad at Palace. Winks Liverpool was all was today, right. but he was all right at Liverpool. I think if you watch the game again and go back, because I was looking at him thinking to myself, right, that's a too heavy a touch. You're too close to this. You're too close to uh, Winks. Uh, you're trying to take the ball for Sanchez. You're in his space. Like, just loads of things that he'd done. He's brilliant at using his body. I don't think he was great at using his body at all today. Do you know what I mean? Like... I don't even, to be honest with you, our middle two weren't good at all. The, the middle three, that with Delhi, none of them were good today. You, what would, what rating would you give all three of them? Okay, so I, th- I think uh, Winks, I'd probably give a six. I'll give him a six because he made some mistakes, but he also like made up for them almost instantaneously. He yeah. was also a little bit more adventurous to the passing than anyone, anyone else in that mm-hmm. that that um, midfield was uh, Ali's getting a five from me a five yeah five he's getting a five from me man he 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 let the game pass him by yeah um, and like 
with him, if you're not going to be in the thick of it scrapping and stuff, which you don't always have to do, like, run into the space, get in behind, give them something to think about. I don't think he did that, nope. which was a missed opportunity. Um, and then, Hoybier, I'd give it a six. Like, he kept things ticking along from side to side, but did he hurt anyone? No. Nope. But he had an opportunity to do that, and he had enough He had enough of the ball to do so. Yeah. I felt like the ball was always, was always at his feet, and he just did not take the opportunity. I'm just like, why wouldn't you just, just try something? Okay, I want to jump back to the five. Take the player out of it for a second. All right. If we had a scale in front of us, and you said, uh, what would five read on a scale? What would be the statement? Oh, below average. Yeah. I, I believe the average is six. I'm like a champ, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. back a champ manager, your average was six. And that's de- and six below is that. a decent game, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. From that's that's yeah, what my skills looking like. Because I, I didn't see anything from him. I just timing was his timings off, and I get that. That's down to games. His timings off. Uh, we held. We played such a slow game today. We recycled the ball slowly. We moved the ball slowly. You know, from left to right. Decision making. Everything was just so slow. Like we knew after they got a man sent off. They were going to sit behind the ball. And you moving the ball slowly from left to right and your left wing and your right or, or wing backs are not driving down. the. How are you opening up this defence? You know, who was it? I t- me and my son counted, and my daughter, we counted someone. Who, who was it? Six crosses they failed to get in the box. Six? Six. They were in crossing positions and I think it might have been Son. No, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. That's you know what I mean? I just think we was all over the place today. But we got a result and that is the thing I think we've got to look at. We've got, you know, a point out of something that I feel that we, if they had kept 11 players on the pitch, we may not have got today. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they weren't amazing yeah. either, let's be honest. Southampton, there was nothing amazing about them. There wasn't there was nothing amazing about them today. And they, they did but they played with a belief and that belief came from some of the success they've had at home recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. They've been good at home, man. And they and they've and they've given a lot of team trouble. Yeah. And it was whilst I'm not saying that we should we definitely should have won that game. Yeah. We should there's no doubt about it, we should have won that game. Yeah. But the fact that we we drew it is very frustrating. Yeah. Very frustrating. But I don't think we should have gone there expecting to win. The game still transpired in a way that, you know, maybe fatigue comes in. Because sometimes you get those days, right? Sometimes it's just we, yeah. you're tired, there's just too much on, you're feeling sluggish. That can happen, man. And that may have been what happened here. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But it was, yeah, I felt like the game was there for the taking. We just didn't quite do it. So we have... Um, we have still got quite you know, a packed fixture list and we've still got the opportunity to take advantage of our games in hand. Um, whilst I know that it's frustrating we didn't take advantage of the, of the win today, um, I think looking at the fixtures that we have coming up and also the, the rounding out form, right? So we, we're going to go and play Watford, who's just been beaten 3-1, I think, at home by West Ham. So we're going to go and play Watford. Kane's probably more in the mood than he has been. Yeah. Um, he loves to score on New Year's Day. Um, yeah. These stats are all in his favour. So hopefully, just a little bit of rest, a little bit more rest than we've had um, from uh, from the last game, obviously, means that we could probably put another thing to bed before we go into our, our Carabao Cup uh, semi-final against Chelsea. Yeah. What would you change for the Watford game? Who, who actually, not what would you change? What would your starting lineup be against Watford? Give me your starting lineup, and give me your three most likely to be used subs. Not predicting what Conte would do, but what you would do. Um, so I'm going to go back to Luis. Obviously, Luis would go. Dyer, Sanchez, Davis. Um, wait, wait. When is the Watford game? How many? I was just trying to check that out. The Watford game is on the first. On the first. Oh, so we've got a few days. We've got a few days. So, you know, everyone being fit, like, full of energy, I'll go back to the normal back three, um, side, uh, Daya Sanchez and uh, Davis, Regulon, uh, Emerson. In the middle, it's got to be Skip. 
I'm going to say Hoybier because I feel that um, Watford, they're going to want to run. They're going to want to run. There's the one thing about them, they've got uh, athletes in their side, so they're going to want to run. Um, Hoybier, Skip. Yeah, no, you've got to go back to uh, Son, Kane and um, Lucas. You've got to go back to that formation. I think that's our most potent forma formation, so we have to go back to it. As much as I want okay. to get Delhi in there somehow, but you know, I'm not Delhi. Uh, Tongi, <laughs> Tongi, sorry, yeah, um, yeah. Dembele. I was thinking that's why I said Delhi. But um, yeah, Tongi on the bench uh, for, for me is a must. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Bergvine. We've got to get Bergvine in there mm -hmm. as a sub, and. Oh, the third one's a bit of a doozy, <laughs> to be honest. Who would be the third main sub? Um, I think it's gonna. I think it would have to be one of the fullbacks because, yeah, yeah. given the system, yeah, there's a lot he wants out of them, right? Yeah. So one is gonna have to go. So I, I, I would probably shape up very similar. The recent goal. Uh, Davis Sanchez Dyer, three at the back. Um, I would have. I would probably start Tanganga, at right back, at right wing back, and I would start Session still injured, isn't he? Yes, 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 he is. Yeah, and the problem is yeah, we don't have anyone after him, so um, so I guess Wagon's got got to start there. Um, or actually, I would have might start Tanganga on, on the left. Yeah, he would just be a bit more conservative, yeah. and then um, and then having um, maybe Doherty on the on the right for a little bit with the full. But I don't want to see Doherty again in the team. No, no, no. I'll put him in there for a little bit with the intention of subbing him off for yeah. um, for Real just to give him a rest, man. And then I would have in the middle, I would have uh, Skip and Ndombele. Yeah, and then up top, I'd have uh, Bergwijn. I have Bergwijn, Kane, and Lucas for Son to come off the bench. I think Son's looking a bit tired. He did look tired today. That is, that's the one thing. He's looking I did, a bit tired. Yeah, I did look at that, and I think he is. He's looking a bit tired, to be fair. But it's hard to drop Son, really. But I feel it that, is hard. It's very hard to drop him. Yeah, bro. It's very hard because to drop he, him. he's one of the few players who can do something explode out of nowhere. Yeah, but I think so it's very hard to. To drop him. Yeah, but I think he's proved that he can come off the bench and do well as well. So and I do think, bits, exactly. yeah, yeah, do bits. So you know what? No, no, that's a good lineup. Definitely a good lineup. Um, yeah, the only person I wouldn't have in that lineup is Doherty. Do you know what, mate? He's honest. Like, I'll be honest with you. As a, a, a footballing man, like his confidence is fully shot at Spurs. I can't believe that he was that he bad a footballer. At Wolves, I didn't follow him totally. I've seen a, a few bits of him, you know, over the last few seasons, uh, for probably four seasons. But for me, his confidence is shot. Like, so he's I, shot. I but have... there's only one way for us to change. There's only one way for him to change. He needs to play him way. He needs to play his way out of funk. And if if he's able to hold the fort just while we give Emerson some rest, yeah. that's okay for me. Well, you know what? If he does, if he can get through a half without yeah. any catastrophic errors, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that all day. You just, know, just give my guy some time to rest. You know the funniest thing? His turning point was today. That goal... It should have been today. Yeah, man. it should have been, been today. today like, to be honest with You're you. right, man. It should have been today. But it really happened. should have been. Hmm. Yeah, not, not good enough. To be fair, I think we've covered a lot of things today. Um, yeah, no, we have. We not, have. We have. We've covered with, a lot. Not man. with Andrew's preci precision, because he normally keeps... But, you know, like, I just felt like I needed to get things off my chest today. Um, <laughs> la the last part I couldn't um, there was a few of us in there Carl if you're listening you know I love your your approach and I love your uh, vibe to it but you know what when I really check it you're moving reckless talk to me about Delhi now <laughs> talk to me about Delhi that's what I want you to do because you said you, one you in two them, this is the, this is the two isn't it so that was Liverpool Give, leave, leave, leave that was West Ham no 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 that was Liverpool um, we played in between Liverpool we played West Ham yeah Palace and now uh, Southampton Carl 
talk to me, bro. Like, I, I truly, listen, I believe you're in your football knowledge, but talk to me about Delhi, please. <laughs> You know, you know, you know. We're gonna have Carl back on to to give his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, I need Carl, Carl, Carl's, Carl's never scared, man. He's never. Scared. No, 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 no. I didn't even think. Nothing to do with scared. I just want an answer. I want him to. <laughs> you, know, you made a statement. We've seen him. He's been poor since. Lira was like, Lira was like, let me know, bro. Yeah, let I need me to know. know. I need to know. I like. To, I like to be informed. Let me know. Cool, man. But like you said, we covered a lot. I think that's it. For today, um, thank you very much, Lyra. As per usual, man, it's uh, it's all love. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me again. Um, as always, no, it's always open to you, Lyra. It's always open to you, man. Um, guys, if you are listening on Apple or are you listening on Spotify, wherever you hear us, please leave us a five star review because we only give you five star content. You know, it makes sense. Follow us on the Shelf Pod at Twitter. Um, do give the gift of the pod, man. It's the season to be given. So tell a friend. So tell a friend. And let's expand the family. Thanks to all of you guys who are constantly listening and supporting, um, following, tweeting at us. Like, honestly, just the fact that we are some a, a small family banging on about Spurs and you guys take the time to listen. We appreciate that stuff, man. I don't, I don't take it lightly. So thank you very much. Um, yeah, I think that's it for now. Um, that's all from me. And um, look forward to us being on um, YouTube next year. That is a definite. I know a lot of people like listening to us <laughs> or listening to YouTube, so you know we'll be there next year, and that's it for me. Ah, <laughs> oh, Lira, man! Now you've got us committed to it, man. No, no, no! You've got us you know what? To it. I have you to. You're doing it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Because if I didn't do that, <laughs> you and Andrew would swerve that. Like you would swerve it. We, listen, we'll upload to YouTube. We'll sort out a channel. Upload oh. to YouTube. I listen to a lot of stuff on YouTube, and I'm not football wise. Oh my so goodness! So I am. I'm not redacting it. I'm not retracting it. <laughs> it is in there. YouTube. Look forward right, to us so on YouTube. We'll, Next so it's, on, it's in the works it's in the works yeah. um, alright cool well guys listen we continue to be unbeaten under Conte we didn't get the result we wanted but we're creeping ever so close to that top four breaking that party up man so smile because the sun always shines on the shelf side in the meantime Lyra my good friend please run that outro when the side, when the side, when the show 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 side